Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 135, and today we are doing a little throwback, a little retro review. Uh, we could not get the Fablemans in theaters around here, so we are reviewing Avatar. The last airbender. <laughs> the whole show. Surprise. No, it's James Cameron's classic Avatar from 2009. Would you call this a classic? I mean, I mean it, it's the biggest like <laughs> money-making movie. Not anymore, right? It got passed. No, yeah, I think it got it passed is. by. No, it didn't but get passed it, by Avengers. I it, thought it, it repassed came, it. Yeah, when they, it, yeah. They just had it in theaters it, also. Yeah. So <laughs> it's number one still. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's plus some other stuff we have watched. How you guys doing? How are you doing? I am unwell. <laughs> A little too turnt. Praying to the night. porcelain goddess. Um, you know what's weird is like, I did pass out on the bathroom floor last night, but I wasn't sick. You didn't like I think it? I just no. You were just not sick. last you night. Just I just fucking it. went to. I just you laid hit down your wall and, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. So I did puke this morning, but like that was just like from being so hungover and not feeling well. Kyle's sleeping patterns is Michigan State basketball's motto. Any place, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Had our friends give miss yesterday. How did you do, Jacob? I know I you had fine. to work this yeah, morning. Yeah, I had to so. work, so like I was yeah. I was really pacing well until I lost that game. I'm like, well, here we go. <laughs> So Palmer was like making a conniption that I wasn't going, and I was like, "Dude, I told you he like didn't it was go a, either." I know. Well, I told him it was like a maybe back of the gender reveal because I just didn't know, <clears throat> you know, these when you have a pregnant girlfriend, you know, <laughs> you don't like can't make concrete plans, and he didn't wasn't happy about it, obviously because he wanted a DD. I told him um, I was like, "Get a hold of Jacob, he's gone." Yeah, and of course, Palmer. Yeah, he never said anything. <laughs> and he texted me at like ten thirty. Said he's stuck. <laughs> he's um. Help me at the roadhouse. He was stuck. He didn't have his keys. <laughs> How do you get there? I don't know. Yeah. I asked him, where are they? And he never responded. So He's still there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he lives around the corner from there. Oh. But still. Hmm. Classic Palmer. Classic. Yeah. Classic Palmer. Worst guest still. <laughs> still. <coughs> Undisputed. Back to back. Uh, anything else you guys need to discuss? No, we pretty Bring much up. got all the World Cup news out of the way before the show this time. Thank so. God. <laughs> we did. R.I.P. U.S. <coughs> yeah, yes. R.I.P., but Thank God. well I'm, fought. I'm glad they lost. <laughs> the U.S. lost. Why? Because <laughs> I'm so sick of the online discourse <laughs> from... I think it's hilarious. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. It's called soccer now. Yeah, pretty funny. Um, okay, well, let's get into this beer. Jacob, we finally have a, a beer pick from Jacob. <laughs> we have two months in the making. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a we haven't had a, a traditional pick from one of us in literally two months. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess technically I had the et fini et. Uh, yeah, but that wasn't et for the show. I just bum. bought that and audibled. Jacob, there is a name to this, and it's not on the can, is it? It is on the can. Is it? It's at the very top of the. It says Sour Lake. Oh, that's the name of that's it? That's the name of the beer. Stupid idiot. 
Where does it say that? At? Right above. Oh, Sour Lake Guava Passion Fruit Orange. Yep. Okay. So you and I both skipped the lake I thought, part. Yeah, I just saw I sour. I just read sour. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's a sour. <laughs> so I have no reason. So that's a, I have Sour Lake Guava Passion Fruit Orange from Broadleaf or Leah with a backwards F. No, leaf. <laughs> and brewery and spirits. I just, I literally just picked this one because I thought it was cool that it had Braille on it. Was this at Super Liquor? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It was right next to a bunch of Drecker beers. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I've ever had this brewery. About time they're finally getting beers that aren't, that are not easy to find. <laughs> right. And it, I don't have it pulled up yet. Once I do, but there's not, there's not a much, much of a description. Hmm. Makes you wonder why they chose Braille then for this. Just, I wonder if that's what they do for all of theirs. Did you find it there, Chief? It's right here. Yes, I did. Yeah, all it says is a fruited sour ale. This version featuring the super combo of guava, passion fruit, orange. It's from Kentwood, Michigan, which is pretty much Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> it's coming in at only 5%, so should be light. I've that's it. <laughs> I'm trying to find it, if yeah. there is any more, because obviously this is a series of some type. Yeah, and I don't know why they have this one part upside down next to the barcode. So it looks like Sour Lake is a uh, <coughs> a sour that gets a. Uh, it's like a rot like a rotating flavor. This is the highest rated one. Like there's a pineapple passion fruit papaya. Tangerine, pink peppercorn. Ooh, that sounds good. Watermelon, lime, and then guava, passion fruit, orange. Hmm. Well, it is coming in at a 4.09 average. Yes. Yeah. I guess that's I it. I was trying <laughs> to look for more, and there's... There's nothing. nothing. Yeah, so it is technically Sour Lake is starts with a tart base. And it says, once the base is showing perfect balance, we add loads of delicious fruit. So, technically a lambic. Oh, so that explains the low ABV then. Yep, a Michigan fruit lambic. It says, also a Belgian. Have we had a lambic? We have not, I don't so think. So, here we go. Another first for the show. A lambic beer. What what defines a lambic? Uh, fruit. And low al- alcohol, pretty much. <laughs> That's it's a sour. Uh, I'll get the technical definition. Yeah, but it, it's similar it to like well. a creek and a. I think a goo, not the goza, not goza, but a goose, goze is technically a lambic too. <laughs> so it's like a German. And framboise is also one. Hmm. Lambics differs from most beers in that they are fermented through exposure to wild yeasts and bacteria native to the Zen Valley, as opposed to exposure to carefully cultivated strains of brewer's yeast. This process gives the beer its distinctive flavor. Dry, vinous, vinous, means mm. wine-ish, <laughs> and cidery, often with a tart aftertaste. Sounds good. Ranges between 2 and 8%, and the See. malt percentage is usually 66%. Okay. There you go. All right. little history lesson. Let's try this Sour Lake. 
guess we could have got ooh. Smells good. <laughs> that, that nose is right there. Ooh. Mm. Yum. Yum. <laughs> that's re- that's really good. Poggers. Yeah. It's super fruity. Kyle's not sold on it. I can tell. Yeah. It's almost yogurty. I need a couple drinks. <clears throat> I'm not, yeah, I'm not completely sold, but it is good. It has a weird aftertaste to it. That's the wild yeast. Mm-hmm. The tart after. Well, it could be the dry earths too, because they did it say is, it's pretty yeah. dry. I, it is dry. It tastes like a tannic, like that. I love it. This is great. <laughs> it is good. Very good. But I'm trying to put my nose on what it is. Beer. Yeah, put your tongue on it instead. <laughs> you know, whenever things say like passion fruit and guava, like I've had so many things flavored like guava and passion fruit, but I've never had a guava or hey. a passion fruit. <laughs> Right so, like, I can never go, like, mm, yep, I taste the passion fruit in there because I don't know what that means. Maybe we should do that sometime. Yeah, we need. <laughs> there is passion fruit and guava, I believe. Um, high noons. You could but do I, a, a I want side like the by fruit, side. Though. Yeah, we could do that. Because I, I mean, by the fruit. Yeah, I finally Try tried it. a dragon fruit. Delicious. They're great. Yeah. And I've always liked the flavor of dragon fruit, but I never had one. So, stopped at Meyer. Got dragon fruit. Boom! There's a flavor! Literally. There was the flavor of dragon fruit. And it's like... I'm surprised you didn't look for something dragon fruit for this. What was your connection? You said that you got a... Uh, no. no. I tried. There is a dragon fruit <laughs> version of this also. Damn it. There's a skull and people, you know, die. And it's leaves. There's leaves in the forest in Pandora. <coughs> the main guy. Does he eat a dragon fruit or are you talking about the beasts? Because those aren't really dragons. No, but they the name of the dragon, ship yeah. was the white dragon or whatever. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He called all the planes like dragons. Hmm. Yeah. It's true. And I mean, being blind is considered a disability. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen Lang was in Don't Breathe. He was blind in that movie. Boom. Connection. <laughs> there it is. There's always one. You just got to find yeah, it. Yeah, there's always a connection. Well, you said, because I asked you, and you're like, yeah, I think well, I got a pretty good Originally, I, go- I had an idea for this one that was called, like, Glitchy Glitch or something. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a pretty good one for this, because it's like, you know, they're using these pods and stuff. But then it was short, so I was like, hmm. <laughs> and I tried. It. I tried it. and It was not good. So I'm like, yeah, this is. How'd not you it. try it? Because I've had. I had it already. Oh, I was so like, oh, this. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm like, this could be a good one. And I looked it up. I'm like, uh, it didn't yeah. have great. And then I tried it. I'm like, yeah, this would have been terrible. I need a different one. So then I got these, and th- they don't match as well. <laughs> well, you still managed to pull off that connection just perfectly. So I think we're good. Nailed it. Nailed it. Well, you like when I asked you, you said, "Yeah, I got a pretty good one." For yeah, the, show. the so name was, was like, good, but the beer was not. So, <laughs> okay, so that was an uh, this is an audible from that. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, because I ended up going back because at first I just bought that one and I'm like, oh, this is perfect for the show. But then it wasn't good. <laughs> oh, so you had the one of the four. Yeah, I got I see. I see. And I was like, OK, got to get a different one. Bam, yeah, I, bam, 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 bam. I think it's delicious either way. <laughs> it is great. We didn't like talk about crushability, though. Oh, that's true. <clears throat> Five. Yeah. Yeah, I could um, on a hot day. Four. I could like go through a few of these. Yeah, like sequence is one of my go-to summer beers. That's true. I think I feel this like is it's gonna though. have that like that. Um, it's almost like it's not. It's not too tart. It's it is well balanced. But like if I drank more than one of them, I would like get that start to get that uh like sour stomach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like that, you know, like when your tongue is what gets like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> feels like rougher. Raw, yeah, yeah, raw. Yeah. Mine does this morning for some reason, or today. I mean, I get that when I eat a lot of tomatoes, because <laughs> of the acidity, right? Yeah, <laughs> it like burns the shit out of my tongue and gums. Well, that was what is this thing called again? Sour Lake. Sour Lake Guava Passion Fruit Orange. Sour Lake Poggers. Sour Lake Pog. Cool. <clears throat> All right, you guys, ready to get into our featured review here? <sighs> All right, we're taking it all the way back to 2009, James Cameron's Avatar. Uh, Avatar is written and directed by James Cameron. It stars Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, Michelle Rodriguez, Stephen Lang, plus some others. Plot synopsis reads, A paraplegic Marine dispatched to the moon Pandora on a unique mission becomes torn between following his orders and protecting the world he feels is his home. What did you guys think of Avatar? Or I should say... We've all seen this before at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, how, what did you think of your rewatch of Avatar? How do you feel about Avatar in 2022? So I remember watching this and I did not see this in theaters. No, so I was not I. part of the original money that this movie made. I saw it in Pat Clark's basement. I saw, I saw it in <laughs> on a bootleg. I don't remember where, but definitely. As Jimmy C. intended. Yeah. And... I remember because I kept hearing about it. I'm like, what is this fucking movie? Okay, fine. I have to watch it. And so I watched it. I was like, wow, that movie was very mediocre, but it looked good. (laughs) And now I'm like, wow, (laughs) this movie is pretty mediocre (laughs) and it doesn't look good. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. I mean, (laughs) are we we doing like my initial impressions now? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that. Yeah, leave it it. there. Yeah, (laughs) that was. I think that's nice and succinct. I'm gonna for once leave it there. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm in the same kind of boat. I mean, when this came out, it was groundbreaking. I guess you could say for for the movie industry, it was massive, and everyone and their mother had seen it. So, um, but even then, I did think the exact same thing. Um, I thought it was very mediocre. It was a spectacle. 100%, but um, I never really grasped onto it like a lot of people probably did. I mean, I guess it's not critically, like, insanely highly rated or anything, but it's not like I know a lot of people are huge fans of the movie, right? Like, I don't, I'm sure there are like big avatar lights or whatever you want to call them. (laughs) Avatarians. Dress up and go to like (laughs) conventions to look like them, but like, 
I don't know of anybody who was like, wow, that movie was amazing. It's just like everybody had seen it. Travis, listening. <laughs> yeah, he's probably only seen it once. Yeah, he probably gave it a five off the rip. <laughs> it was all right, 4.5. Yeah, <laughs> I think he gave it a five, full five. I don't know. Um. Anyway, yeah, kind of kind of same boat. But, I mean, in terms of a experience and a spectacle, we... I mean, it was it felt the same as like probably when Jurassic Park came out, like this huge action, <coughs> new world being created kind of scenario. And a lot of people can gravitate towards that. And I definitely appreciate it. And I and, you know, I, seeing that world being created again, I guess, um, was was really cool. But yeah, I don't think it even the re rewatching it, there was something back then that I didn't really like grasp onto and it still isn't there and you know it just kind of justifies you know your your I guess critical eye or us watching film as we have and then now we're just talking about it <laughs> it's kind of like solidifies <laughs> us that yeah. we're like oh maybe we we kind of did have know what we we're <clears throat> talking about or know what we think seeing then and now we can just you know articulate it a little bit better yeah, um, so I'd only seen this once. Uh, I think it was in theaters, but I don't know if it was in 3D. And like when we're talking about like the technical aspects of this, I know that it really pushed that technology oh forward yeah, a lot. About but obviously, we're not watching it in 3D now, so <laughs> like, and that's not even a thing anymore. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, it's like so you're losing like a big part of like the technical like prowess of this movie, right? Like, cause mm-hmm. it did so much for that that technology that now it's like okay watching it without that you really lose a lot like it does look good still i think i think it looks like especially for being 13 years old yeah like the cg and all that shit like it still looks amazing um there's like some mocap stuff that i like i think that's like the most noticeable Mm -hmm. of just like how they move and stuff it looks a little off it doesn't look like completely fluid yeah yeah um so I, i would say like that's pretty much the only part that i was like taken out of in terms of the technical and then when you get to the story what really amazes me is like how bad and like basic the story is and like how bad the writing is when this supposedly has been an idea that's been in his head for like 20 years didn't didn't he just come out and say some dumb shit like i don't i have dreams i don't have to have oh writers yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) he said avatar was like in his dreams and that's where it came from yeah um but yeah, just to like have this like to claim that this you've been you've had this idea in your head for 15 or 20 years and then when you put it to the paper the things that you come up with is like unobtainium and the oh the flux God. the flux vortex. I forgot about like just like the dumbest shit like ever like that's what you came up with after 15 years and like you couldn't add like some like world like better world building in this like it's a it's a moon like uh, in, you know, took six years of, tr- you know, traveling close to the speed of light to get to or whatever. And this is what we have, like in terms of the world, it's like <laughs> as basic as, you know, I hate to make the comparison that everybody does, but like Pocahontas and, you know, Dances with Wolves, like it's literally the same story. And I don't know, to have like a whole race that there's a, there are they do have like some interesting quirks to them and like, um, you know unique facets but they literally are just like natives like native americans like that's like 
the exact identity of them. Yeah. And it's like, this is like a an alien species, right? Like you could go in so many different directions, but like they really want to hit you over the head with this, you know, this um, parable or, or whatever. It's, uh, you know, the, the, sta- the story of colonialism and and then environmentalism it's like so heavy-handed with that shit it's just annoying yeah i mean probably wasn't as large of a top i i guess maybe i mean when was like global warming like it it's since al gore yeah but (laughs) when was that long time ago bush well when did um 2004 when did an inconvenient truth come out because i was like i feel like what I'd say early started 2000s. the conversation a lot. Uh, 2006. So yeah. So yeah, this was probably this was still a hot topic in 09. So in t- in today's standards, it probably feels a little heavy-handed for us, obviously, because we've been in it for yeah. longer now. But <clears throat> but I mean, even the uh, that's just part of it right. too. Like the the whole like colonialism thing and like taking people's land and shit. That's been around forever, like since <laughs> Pocahontas 90s. Yeah, I, remember, started it. <laughs> I remember when I watched this the first time in like high school or whatever and you know I coming out I thought it was so funny and so cool by saying it but I was like this is the alien Pocahontas but I didn't read like any yeah reviews yeah. back then but, but that's how like, know, that's, that's how, how simple it was yeah, exactly. you know that's what I like exactly to think of this is. as what last samurai <laughs> uh yeah it's kind of like that yeah uh-huh. I mean there's some you have the white guy <laughs> going takes in, it, takes uh, yeah, learning the language the and the culture, <laughs> and goes and fights against the guns and stuff using swords and bows. They yep. don't have swords in this, but they have daggers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just it's except Last like Samurai does not have a happy ending. <laughs> True, <laughs> pretty depressing. I f- yeah, I I can see that connection. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's been done a million times, and uh, that's fine if you want to do that story. But like, ch- this race should feel different than just like blue Native Americans, because that's li- <laughs> yeah. like like that's literally well, they what have, they feel they like. Yeah, they have tentacles the tentacle brace <laughs> Yeah, that they can attach <laughs> to, to anything, anything. <laughs> to any all the animals on that planet. And yeah, that's trees. what I mean. Is like they do have like unique like quirks and stuff, and like things that make them a little different, but like. That's the same thing as like, um, I mean, that is like a like a native thing as well, like imprinting like onto like a yeah. yeah like an animal and like feeling that that connection and like the Mongols and their horses. Yeah, like that's still just like putting a twist on like a thing like that native already. cultural thing. Yeah, like that already exists. <laughs> I do, do think it's always interesting and in like these t- kind of alien creations. Like, out of all the combinations that could be possible to exist on another planet, what are the chances that they're also these bipedal... (laughs) Humanoids. Humanoid type. Mm. Like, that seems... That's much less likely than them being completely different, right? They could just be like this sentient gas seems more likely than being exactly like us at the same time as we exist. But yes, yeah. but <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> it's a dream, Jacob. Yeah. You dream in gases. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Are we just getting into story and stuff yet? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I just don't get 
a lot of the story. <laughs> well, I'm not sold on James Cameron as a writer, and I, I think I've been pretty vocal on it. And yeah. he just makes like these bro action. Like he wants this to be this like deep, he thinks, meaningful. But really, thing. he's Michael Bay. He's Michael Bay with, <laughs> yeah, with a sci-fi Michael Bay. <laughs> like he, he just all of his characters are so blank. I mean, we just watched Aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the way he writes is like, I mean, even then it's like these bro, adios, these, muchachos. Yeah, these bro <laughs> statements, and then he does this movie, and it's like <laughs> there's a lot of lines like that. In there's the just so many bro, bro. I bro know lines. that's why when I saw that, I'm like, oh, it looks like he's still doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, he just doesn't, you know, we're we're in an advanced society, and this is obviously a nitpick, but we don't have he doesn't have a wheelchair that can fucking move elect like with a motor. He's got to manually push a wheelchair and. Well, let's if we're going to talk about the advancement in society in the future, they did. There's not there's no oversight to this project like you. Somebody wouldn't say like, hey, these are like a intelligent species that can speak and learn English. Maybe we shouldn't kill them. Like there's (laughs) no like law or governing of of this project. Shareholders. It's so stupid. Like the only thing that makes shareholders more upset than oh my god, bad this news is kind of like aliens more, right? Because there's the guy who's like, it turns out this is all about big business thing, right? But like in Alien and Aliens, like I kind of like believe or like they do a better job at world building. That like I feel like Wayland Yutani is like the biggest company. Like they kind it's of like own Apple. everything. Google, Amazon. I mean, bigger than that. Like to me, like when I watch those movies, I get the feeling that like Wayland Yutani is like, like you can't like they are like the government They're or like, like they own everything. Government. Yeah, yeah. Like, like in this, it's just like I I don't really see. I, they don't do a good job of portraying like whatever company this is. RSD. I don't even know the name of the company. I know RSD. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. they do a terrible job of if that's their reasoning. Like yeah, at showing that because well, like yeah, I was thinking like the whole time like in the future. There, you would think that there would be like some kind of law or like you know some oversight on this to prevent murdering an indigenous population. I mean, and the entire like storyline here is they came here to get unobtainium, which is worth a lot of money, which Correct. must be something that you could get on Earth, right? No, because it's unobtainable. Because <laughs> like, how? Why? What does? What are they using it for? Do we ever know? No. They just said it's worth, it's a worth lot. money. 20 million yeah. a kilo. And then why is it worth money? And if it already has a name and everything, it must exist on Earth, right? And we must use it for something. Well, or they, we had to have found it somewhere else. Well, they probably they found it there because this is six years after. They but arrived. what were they originally searching for? I thought it was on Atanium. I maybe No, I think they, they were the, the planet was dying, right? I Cause actually they, can't remember, and I just watched it. Toward the end, <laughs> I can't remember when they send the humans back. At the end, they say we're sending them back to a dying planet. Oh, Earth is dying. Yeah, I think that's true. So then, Pandora because isn't I Pandora think, like supposed to be like your next? But they can't. Humans can't breathe there, right? Not yet. Right. Well, they want to colonize it, an uninhabitable planet. <laughs> planet. But what I don't understand is if you're, yeah, so. Who's buying the unatanium if the world's dying? That's what I'm saying. So like, who's spending that's two, what I'm 20 saying. million like to buy this? This entire thing was for this thing that we never learned what it, why it's so valuable yeah, that's true. to a dying planet. <laughs> like who yeah, exactly like who is buying this? <laughs> like what does it do? 
can it save the planet? Is that why it's worth so much? We never know. There's like a lot of those conveniences in this. Well, don't look oh, behind yeah. the curtain, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Just look at the, the ikran. But look at the pretty visuals, which, I mean, we were talking about those. I actually don't think they look good. I think now they look worse. I mean, they look on like the level of a like an Xbox game now. I don't know about that. I think so. I think the mocap of their faces was so was still very good. Yeah, yeah. but like, have you seen the like the cinematics if by uh, Blink Studios for Halo Anniversary Edition? Yeah, but I know that's, that's not 10 rendering. Years later. Yeah, but have you seen Unreal Engine Five and how it well, generates environment? Yeah, I know this did create that. This created the the uh, it, yeah, and that's true mocap. But it, I don't think it looks or good it. now. <laughs> I think it looks very basic, and it's not just like yeah, the facial capture. I mean, like I I think Gollum looked his face looked better or just as good, and that was came out years before. <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't mocap though. Like they had to actually animate that because it didn't exist yet the technology, but. Yeah, I think his facial. Exp- I think Gollum look holds up better than this does. I mean, this looks like this movie. There is like more realism to him. I think in this, it, this feels more like cartoony. Like especially like how they. Yeah, like, like something the, about it looks video gamey. Like it doesn't look. I kind of agree. Like it doesn't look like they're. I don't like see a lot of like texture on their I, body. That's what I think. I think it's like, like the like lighting. Super, like yeah, could be. I think that's the biggest thing that, and I think this new one's gonna look insane. But oh yeah, I think the lighting and like how it like reflects off skin is absorbed and different and reflects off different objects. I mean, like we have ray tracing now that can be done in real time, where like the literally it renders where the light should fall on <clears throat> objects, and that a game can do that now. Right, and I think that that kind of lighting looks better than what this looks like. I don't think it look, I mean, I don't think it looks like bad. You can tell there's a lot of work that went into it, but I don't think it looks good anymore. Hmm. I think it looks very like if I saw a movie that came out today that looked like that, it would be bad. Like it would be bad CG, not in the sense of like, Something with the low budget. But I mean, with the budget behind it when it came out, like yeah. you would have way better. Any Marvel movie, except maybe Black Panther, the first one, looks insanely better than that does <laughs> now. Um, I don't know. A lot of <laughs> I think a lot of the recent ones have been pretty bad Marvel movies. Maybe. I mean, Doctor Strange and that's been the one that didn't look great. But uh, well, that's just been like show proven through um like the like the <coughs> the working conditions of like the animators and stuff that's a lot of people have i think kind of come to the consensus on that that they're losing quality because they're rushing things out yeah so they don't have yeah because it's not like all these cg artists and visual effects artists don't think like don't see what we see right it's not like they're like we oh yeah this looks perfect they're like you know like that looks like shit but we don't have time so let's move on yeah <laughs> like yeah. we're not better than they are at their job so like it's always a time thing or a budget thing it's never an art thing because if they had unlimited time and budget it would look amazing every time I would say it's more of a time than budget for sure too yeah for <laughs> Marvel yeah 
I mean, even this one was 237 million budget when it came out, and the next one's 350. Well, that's what it is on paper. But you know what? Did you hear what it has to make to get to break even? What no. a billion dollars or something? It has to. It has to be like the fourth highest. So whatever the fourth highest grossing film of all time would be, which is probably like Return of the King at this point. Uh, it's still. I guarantee I it's still a billion dollars. The fourth has to still be a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think I think this is, has to make. I think it has the second one has to make over a billion to break even. I bet it does. You think it's gonna make over a billion? Oh yeah. Billion? I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. Like that. Why wouldn't I, I will be very interested to why see. Why? Because I am still flabbergasted that the first one made a billion. Which is why the second. Like one I don't really understand. But the first one had that. It had longevity. It had that three D gimmick though. Yeah. And like people were going to, people were blown away by that, and they were going to see it for that reason. We don't have three D anymore. I mean, we do, but like, nope. Yeah. That's not putting butts in seats. Like, I think this is going to be a huge step down in terms of money from the first one. Yeah, because I don't know. I just and don't people think have people come are around. Away people have come around now on how like mid the first one is. Yeah, like it kind of blew people's minds when it came out, but I I think the discourse since then has been like. Yeah, a reevaluation. This movie is like mid at best, and it didn't. It wasn't even that successful, like opening weekend or anything. It didn't like blow records away. Yeah, it just well because it's completely original IP. Like it, yeah, you know, usually stuff like that is hard to like be, you know, uh, break break records. Yeah, it was just in theaters for like months. Yeah, (laughs) and eventually worked its way up that high. Yeah. Um, another thing about like the writing is there's a, a ton of exposition in this and I hate like that the narration from him oh, yeah, like bad. randomly and <laughs> like the, the whole unobtainium scene too like when he says that line he's talking to Grace like the scientist that's been there like forever <laughs> like why <laughs> she knows you fucking idiot like obviously that's a line for the audience and there's a ton of examples of that but yeah it's just super exposition heavy and it's like man there's just <laughs> Yeah, the like the more I think about it, like and now I'm just realizing again how much of a mess like the story is. Like why was Grace did we ever learn why she was originally not allowed back with the people? Um I don't know why. Like there's some they were like trying to help them with like schools and shit and education. Yeah, they like showed her with and the then, picture. Yeah, and then uh, exactly. I don't <laughs> I don't know why and I don't know why they like let him in either like they oh my god that scene was so bad they're like oh you're a warrior yeah you're allowed in teach him teach him everything about us you're a warrior teach everything he must know everything it's like this makes no fucking sense like literally they're just like oh he's a warrior the first one let's (laughs) allow him to join yeah it's like wait what that would be the last (laughs) person you want you're not okay with scientists who are trying to learn and like understand your culture and everything but a warrior, oh yeah, come on, yeah. And that I mean, even like I think Stephen Lang, it, I th- his character is like terrible. Well, yeah. Oh my god, so cheesy and just <laughs> bad. And the suits, those are the worst looking things. Oh, the, the mech suits. It looks yeah, terrible. That's that probably would be my other example of. Yeah. The body motion capture, like sometimes how he, they move. He's just like floating. It's again. Yeah. I think it's a lighting thing, though. Really, it's just. But yeah, his like, and the way he was talking, the main character, I don't fucking remember. Jake Sully? 
yeah, Sully was <laughs> like talking with him. He's just like, hey, you were. You How know, does he forget his name? It's his name. <laughs> it's Jake. <True. laughs> well, I don't know. Literally same initials. JS. Yeah, it's it's literally the same initials. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but like the guy's just he's just like, you know, you were a soldier, so you should just do these this just like go behind everyone's back and Boy, feed me info. And then and he was just like, Yes, sir. I'm just like, What? And then he doesn't like really do that ever. Kinda. Kinda. He does, yeah, there's the scene and he then he describes their, their yeah. home tree. He does give them like the whole layout of everything and Yeah. But like was that really the problem? Because what did they learn? Because all they d- ended up doing was bringing a bunch of <laughs> ammo and like shooting. Well, they at the shot tree. the ten columns. Yeah, but like he told them that the it, the trees held up by these ten columns, so that's what they shot. Yeah, it still just seems like that scene <laughs> seemed so dumb because their entire tactical strategy was just to line up in a straight line and shoot a hell volley of missiles at this tree. Yeah, like like did they could have done that anyway. As say was would. Them knowing the columns were there have changed the plan because they wouldn't no. you just shoot at the base of the tree anyway? Like they, they could have killed all <laughs> those, clearly killed them so easily because they're shooting them with arrows, which didn't work at all in that. But in like a scene like later, later they it did. works yeah, perfectly. They go right through the glass, right through the glass, <laughs> but they shoot hundreds of them. Well, there yeah. was never a scene showing that they made somehow stronger arrows or something. But <laughs> yep, well, those were more direct hits. I don't, yeah, because the other ones were down. angled up. They didn't have as much velocity. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wrote that down, actually. I was like, okay, so now the arrows are going through glass? Yeah, okay. just easily. Just yeah. swoom. Well, yeah. Yeah, like Speed. this This story is so... And even the love story is gross. And it like dumb, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. it's so dumb. Like it's, it's the such the stereotypical, like she falls in love with the white guy who just happens to join them recently and all of a sudden can fluently speak their language. And that, I mean, not really, but quickly and well, he still can speak. Falls, that yeah. I, I remember now, but whatever yeah. falls in, it's just like, so like falls in love with him and then immediately like thinks he's lying and like, like with the other side or something like immediately she's fighting against her own people to protect him, but then immediately just switches, but then immediately like switches back later and like none of it is that strong of reasoning. <laughs> There's just so much like it was it's a complete mess, honestly, story wise. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. to say a good thing, I for some reason I like wasn't that mad at watching it. <laughs> no, I thought it like, like I pacing rem- wise, I don't think it was it did fly by horrid. Yeah, it's two hours and, and forty five minutes and it doesn't really feel like it i mean it feels long like at one point i paused and i was like oh wow there's an hour left that's exactly why i paused it 52 yeah. minutes i had left <laughs> yeah um yeah then it's probably it, they probably have that you know leading up and it's like okay i feel like we're getting to the end and then you pause and it's like okay not really yeah yeah um, but then like it shifts the story enough that you're like oh you know it just feels like another section another, the third yeah another but after st- after that point what i'm talking about it gets just like convenient and random like the whole Taruk Makdo thing yeah what the I was fuck? like what is that like why he, was he a big deal I don't know they and don't they never explain it they're like it's just the like Taruk Makdo yeah people call when he comes or yeah something. and it's like there, okay there's the no there call. was never any foreshadowing to this besides the scene of them like flying and like you see the bigger sky creature whatever but like oh there's yeah. nothing <laughs> to ex- like ever like 
that says this is like a super important being and like if you can harness him then like yeah you're like we're just supposed to accept that yeah. oh wow because like he got the toromaktu like <laughs> it's so dumb he said fuck you to his other his other thing too yeah i know, I know. he just he's like you're not gonna like for it. life he's like i want the bigger one <laughs> but know? yeah he he harnesses them and i feel like it's like seriously just like a lazy way so that way all the other tribes will like listen to him because like otherwise how else would they like why would they have listened to him no like that was such a big convenience yeah it was just like oh he has that thing (laughs) that i didn't know was a big deal and now he can just order everyone around yep which i don't like they don't they don't explain i don't know how a movie can be so long and not explain like anything about like how they work like what you, like what work like the whole like communities we don't even know that there's like tons of these multiple communities all over this well, I world think that these what these until next like movies are supposed this to do part that. I they do like you can only um assume it through like the way that they're talking because they do call themselves like the um like the the race is known as navi but they are a specific tribe like they, mm-hmm. they're like the Olamak. The, uh, yeah, Olam, it starts with, it. starts oh. with an O. Mm-hmm. They call them like that tribe. So you can assume that there's other Navi like different tribes. And obviously we know that because Native Americans were the same way. And this movie yeah. is just <laughs> ripping off all the cult, like same cultural things. <laughs> but I like I figured that I don't remember a lot from this movie. But like when they were calling themselves a specific tribe, I was like, oh, OK, there's obviously other tribes of navi i just we they yeah. never say it though or it is talk about it weird how forgettable that instantly this movie is and yeah. i don't know <laughs> what why what that specifically is because it's so long and it just bombards you with probably because exposition it's all, the yeah, entire it's time all plot and like there's zero characters in this like what are the character traits of like jake sully like he's paralyzed he was a soldier he was a soldier once a marine always a marine like but the guy the don't breathe guy is just evil yeah just like mustache twirling <laughs> none of the none of the native or like none of the navi have like strong characterizations yeah about even them. they have like such basic tropes too like the one guy he's the good warrior he yep. hates him <laughs> yep. and then At first and, and then, then they become friends the suit was the japanese the tsundere right which is usually the girl who hates the guy and then ends up falling in love with him it's basically that well mm-hmm. think about it think pocahontas pocahontas was supposed to be exactly. in love with this great hunter of her native people and john smith comes yeah. in <laughs> the white guy but it's like but we and like sometimes that can work you know like i'm okay with these tropes sometimes when it like feels justified and earned but it never felt like that yeah it just was like it almost like just leans on the fact that it's a trope and that you'll understand that and get that feeling without ever doing the work to actually get you to that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Or like if you're going to have a trope, like you have these tropes so that way you can like say something more interesting about this or like have some more depth in these other areas. But like there isn't in anything else. It's like tropey and lack of depth. It's so super shallow. So, Yeah. I, I cannot believe if this was an idea for 15 years and like this is the stuff that you get. It's I think it was longer than that. He said he started writing it in like 94. <laughs> I do love a lot of the creature design though and like the look well, of guess, the animals on that. Yeah, 94 to 2000. I mean, honestly, despite how cheesy it was, my favorite part was like the whole like building bonds and stuff and the animals and 
how they were connected, even though they never really explore at, like much of that all they, with a, without again, exposition, just saying, yeah, they're connected to the world. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually, yeah, the creatures are like the dragon <laughs> things, whatever, like mm. all that was pretty cool. And interesting. But the I horses, mean, those panther looking things. And then like the rhinos, or well, obviously not rhinos, but you know, inspired by rhinos. The stegosauruses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all cool. And I can't wait to see what they look like in the new one. Yeah, I was much more interested in the world than anything that. And we like plot l- not learn enough about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely like the scenes like of him kind of like learning to like be you know a navi and all that stuff like the like the capturing of the of his flying creature and do we even know why he can't walk yeah he got injured in in combat in combat yeah so he did used to be able to okay yes yeah was not born that way and he has a twin brother js and he has a twin brother oh yeah oh my god i forgot about (laughs) that this like giant (laughs) this giant expedition and they're like well he has a twin and I assume that's because it's like a <laughs> Evangelion type thing. Like only certain people can control them. Well, they did say, remember there's a line where he says, uh, they, they kept me on instead of like scrapping it or whatever, because it's super expensive to try to get somebody new. So like, yeah, the yeah nobody else. Made. Yeah. Nobody else would be able to use his avatar and like he would be the only one that would be able to do it. So they have to go with him. They share the same genome. It's in there. It's pretty much yeah. Exposition, that was right. It's yeah, there. it's expo- <laughs> I do remember that, but yeah. just like, mm. yeah. I mean, it, it's literally this is cliche the movie. Hmm. It's just literally just. I mean, yeah. It every is, it's cliche. A, it's <laughs> a plot that we've seen five or six times, reskinned and updated, and like you know, updated to have this incredible technology. And I feel like that's kind of what James Cameron does does a lot, right? Like Titanic. Yeah. Pretty basic stories or movies and or sequels to I guess he did both Terminator. So but <laughs> Terminator 2 is more well known. Aliens. Um, yeah. But Jacob, you had to have loved the line. Uh, oh, good observation is good science. Science rules. The guy from uh, Inception says it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> He did more <laughs> in this movie than in Prometheus. Uh, so, David? <laughs> yeah, David did in Prometheus. So this movie is more scientifically accurate than Prometheus. Boom. And you love Five it. Five star. <laughs> so now it has to be one half star better. Uh, yeah, I'm out of notes. So you guys have too much else to say on Avatar? I mean... I was really hoping to go into this and because I, I, I almost felt like I a lot of times I hated things then because I just knew they weren't going to be that good. And without even watching it, I would just see it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds stupid. Wouldn't watch it. And I decided to watch it and I it was exactly what I thought. And then I thought, OK, maybe I was influenced by those reviews and such. Mm. So I tried to I was going in this expecting I'm like, OK. You know, this actually is pretty good. It's cliche, but it's pretty good. But that didn't happen this time. So, yeah, I still think it's 
pretty bad overall. But other than it's somewhat entertaining. I don't know what about it was that entertaining, though. It's definitely like a blockbuster type movie, right? And yeah, it has all those same problems. But like sometimes just having those like popcorn flicks is like nice and easy to digest. You know, we're not having to watch like this super cerebral sci-fi movie or anything. Analyze it. Yeah, it's it is basic in those terms, but it should be. Yeah, like in order to elevate it to greatness, obviously there needs to be higher quality. It's a great movie to watch hungover. It was not bad to watch hungover, yeah. (laughs) Ordered a shitload of food and just shitload of greasy. Ordered a za, put down a blanket, talk about you know who. (laughs) And uh, yeah, three hours flew by. Josh, any, any ending closing thoughts? No. All right, let's rate it out of five stars. What are you guys gonna say? I'm going to give it a two. Ouch. I'm giving it a three. I am also a three. Light three, probably, but yeah, uh, I'm a three. Two, yeah. Wow. It's higher than I expected. <laughs> a star an hour. <laughs> I was actually, <laughs> yeah. I was originally at two and a half, but I went lower when I was thinking Talked about it. Talked it down? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, if I had as much problems with, like, the technical aspects that it sounds like you do, it yeah. probably would be lower, but, like, I do think it's, like, pretty incredible looking still yeah especially the floating mountains looked great it looked like uh (laughs) the mountains in china where they just crapped out the bottom also that doesn't make any sense though the floating mountains yeah not at all i mean if there's weight to them because there is gravity because they're on the ground (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's lower gravity but yeah how does that work why not just make an all flying like i don't know is it lower gravity he said Stephen lang says low gravity will kill you if you yeah. don't, you work. So he's like, it looks like he's benching a lot, but he's really yeah, not benching true. as much. <laughs> it must not be that different, though. Like, no. Otherwise, they jump like super high. And stuff. Maybe well, they put the low gravity thing people. in there so it explains why his mech doesn't like crumble when it falls so from so high and they can fall off the mountains and like hit leaves and, and be, fine. be caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be totally fine. It fell slower. I feel like the nav- Navi would be super like weak then. Well, they're massive. Yeah, still. but doesn't matter if gravity is like lower, then you're going to be weaker. It's yeah, the reason the why astronauts and stuff become super weak. I know, but they're, that's their that's what all they know. It'd be like if our gravity was different, we'd be this. It's relative. Like just you know, like that's all your body knows. Because humans would be like pretty strong then there. There, yeah, yeah. Well, he I did. Mean, they he was lifting a fuck ton of weight. Like, yeah. But I mean, like, in general. But they would be stronger because they're... Yeah, there's not really a scene where it shows the Navi being, like, Ooh. stronger. Well, they throw they're, they're uh, throwing yeah, know, people out the fucking I know we're already plane. passed, but there was one yeah. more convenience I did want to talk about that was, like, gross, but fine. <laughs> that they happen to have this technology to transfer humans into Navi. Yeah, when that would never be like... Why would that exist? Thing, like, what yeah. would that have been existing for? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Originally. No, I, I, I thought the same I thing when it... I was like... It's all powerful. <laughs> and yeah, their the God is real? Yeah. Iwa, Iwa. Like it. So Arnie Weaver said so. She saw her. It's <laughs> yeah. a girl. God, a is, a, God is a woman. <laughs> Ariana was right. 
We all have problems, but we have to serve the Lord. <laughs> but yeah, it, pretty bad movie, though. All right, so Jacob's excited for Way of Water then. <laughs> I am actually interested in the new one. Can't be any worse, right? Yeah, it can't be yeah, worse no. than two. I mean, like, again, I think I would have been higher on this back then. Like, I would have probably been at, like, the two and a half, three maybe. Then, because the tech, like the techno aspects were would have been like mind blowing, and they were at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think I did, maybe I did rate it. I should check my IMDb. Maybe yeah, I, did I didn't have it. it. I didn't have it logged on anything, but I think I was around a three and a half for a three. I think so. I was so definitely thinking. Three I don't and think half. it changed much, but um, yeah, very interested in Way of Water. I'm I'm hoping that it's not like a retread. Because I mean, he had to have taken these the notes of people complaining since then, somewhat. Since when does he give a fuck? Yeah, yeah. I think he's in his fuck you phase now. He's just like yeah. literally fuck all of you. And like, if you look up the plot synopsis of the second one, it's like a it says a familiar threat comes back, and like Sully has to like to finish rally what? the tribes and to protect the planet. Like we just watched that fucking movie. <laughs> well, uh, Stephen Lang is back in the too. Exactly. Is he really? How so? I don't car. know how, but know. yeah, he's in the cast. He's so is Parker. Yep. So I don't know what, what's going on, but I, if it's just the same thing, this is like a hangover two situation. Yikes. But this one's half hour longer. Yeah, exactly. Cause we got to fucking follow his kids around now too. All right. Um, Let's move on to some uh, nano reviews. Who wants to go? Uh, so I decided to watch the first episode of Wednesday because I keep hearing people talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I can say I don't really think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, am not. <laughs> I I heard. Well, I had heard some people talking about it and then I didn't know that it was directed by all the episodes were directed by Tim Burton. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely out now. <laughs> yeah, it I don't it doesn't. I actually like Tim Burton, but... But new Tim Burton? No. Has he made anything good? No, like no, no. <laughs> I like old Tim Burton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't think of anything recent that I like of his, but... Yeah, I, I, the writing is just pretty terrible. It just feels like a typical, you know, like, Pretty Little Liars type. I was going to say, I've heard like it compared to, like, a lot of YA shows. Yes. Riverdale YA. and, like, Sabrina yes. being big ones because those are both on Netflix. It's exactly that. Like, this, I'm not the audience this mo- this show's made for. Yeah. And I will not be continuing it. But, <laughs> like, I, it, I just don't, I don't know. Nothing in it was that good. Mm-hmm. It, it was, yeah, pretty, just not for me. It's not made for me, clearly. Yeah. But, you know, more power to everybody who likes it. Well, I should say off, off, piggyback off of that, a show I said I wouldn't be continuing and I finished it anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> I finished The Watcher. <laughs> the ending is so fucking bad. I don't really have much more else to say about it, but yeah, the ending is atrocious. And so it doesn't even, it's not even worth it by the end. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, yeah, it's, it's still pretty bad. I don't know if I was to rate it, I'd probably give it like a two or a two and a half. Um, but yeah, it was just funny because... I said I wasn't going to watch it. And then I ended up just doing like, I ended up needing to like have something on in the background a lot of times. And like, it would be like a background watch, but I was hearing and digesting everything still, but yeah, not good. Do not recommend the watcher. <laughs> Did you, is that all Jacob? No, actually I have one. I forgot to put on my list. Apparently I, well, I know watch. one that you logged on Letterboxd. Did I just forget to put a score? What the heck? I know I rated this. 
Well, I didn't say what it is because I'll tell you. Uh, Terrifier. Else. Oh, okay. Well, I, you I watched watch Terrifier. And I don't else. know. Yeah, Turning Red, you have fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one too. Okay. Well, but I watched Terrifier. Mm-hmm. First one. First one. Decided yeah. to check it out. And it's I, I enjoyed it. It is it's just like I went through a huge phase of loving watching B movies mm-hmm. and which is a phase everyone should go through because they're great. Definitely. They're terribly great. The ones that, you know, they're just how passionate about it and they're realize it's stupid. But like, it's just so much fun to watch. That was this movie. The special effects. Good. I mean, for what they had, like the violent, I mean, like the practical violent effects, yeah. disgusting, gross. This is like a old Peter Jackson type, like just disgusting. And I love that. I have heard that. Yeah, for sure. I know it's a low budget movie. Su- oh, it's like super low budget. Yeah. And for and I think it's like one hundred thousand dollars. Maybe it's less than that. Probably. I don't remember. It was really low. They did a lot with that acting. Terrible. <laughs> I didn't think he was that scary at first, but by the end of it, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like this character. 35,000. 35,000. Wow. <laughs> yeah. A third of what you said. Yeah. yeah. So like for that, you know, they did great for that. Really. Story, literally nothing. There's no story. <laughs> it starts out. He just like starts stalking this girl and then kills people. Like there's no, literally no storyline other than that. And that's fine because this is all that movie was ever meant to be. Right. And yeah, it makes me very excited to see the second one because I I actually heard that one's pretty good. So I don't know how you take like this. And it's the same director and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how you take like this, like very B movie and make it because I think the second one wasn't trying to be like a B movie. It's more like a straight like slasher. Um. I think it still has the same like vibe to it, like kind of B movie vibe, but just more money and but a little bit more money. And I know the second one was crowdfunded, so I don't know how much the budget actually got up to, mm. but like I know that it was crowdfunded, so it's yeah. It says two hundred and fifty. Two fifty. Okay, so still pretty fucking low, but and made eleven point five million. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I definitely think this one's worth a watch. If you like B-movie slashers, this should be at the top of your list. Cause I know it's on my top of my it's list. It's a good time. I've got, I want to watch the second one. I am interested for you. in it. I might try and squeeze it in tonight. It's only an hour and a half movie. Yeah, super short. Mm-hmm. Just good time. Violent. Fun. Oh, And I would give it a three and a half. <laughs> three. I was gonna say three, but I'm like, no, you know what? It's exactly what I was going for. It was three point five, or three thirty five k to make it. So three point five. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's why the budget. Exactly. Um, I have one. <laughs> All right. I finally watched Waves. We oh, talked yes. about it, mm-hmm. and I finally watched it, and it is very, very good. Couple things I have. The predicaments that happen are a little dumb. Like the way that we get to certain things <coughs> is pretty easy, it feels like, and kind of cheap to get there. But what they do with that is where the movie shines. Kelvin Harrison is incredible. Sterling Brown, I always forget how good he is until I see him on screen again. And I loved him in This Is Us, and um, he did a great job in this one as well. Um, it's a little another thing is it's a it's pretty 
deep and heavy and it feels it's, it's like intentionally <clears throat> woe is me at times, which can also feel a little taken back. I don't want to get too much into it because I know you guys want to want to watch it, but um, some really some great writing, great performances. Um, looks great. There's a there's a cool style that Trey Edward Schultz himself has. You've seen it comes at night, right? Mm-hmm. Dave, have you seen anything from him? It comes at night. Krisha waves. I don't think so. Okay. Well, anyway, definitely has a unique. This one is more, I guess, style driven than than um, it comes at night, but still has kind of a similar similar feel. But um, it kind of changes styles like partway through the movie. At first, the first kind of style he uses is almost like a little nauseating. And I was like, if this is like going to be like the whole movie, I don't know if I can watch it. In That's what way? Like it's shaky? Like No, not shaky. It's just it almost has like a roundness to it. But not like, like uh, as much as that movie. Yeah, not as much as. Uh, <laughs> what was that movie called? Long Shot? No. That <laughs> um, hold on. I'll come, I'll come up with it. With Keep Benicio going. and. Yeah. What's his nuts? Soda Soderbergh did it. Yep. Not that bad, but it just felt in it like no sudden move. <laughs> no sudden move. Yeah. And there's like this. He uses this camera shot a lot. That's like, it's like if there was a camera on the middle of a car, and it just spins, and it does like probably like f- too too many spins, and it just shows like the sa- the s- people in the car. Mm-hmm just spins like four or five, six times. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, soundtrack is dope. It's got eight, the sound, the soundtrack plus the score. There's a mix. The soundtrack's dope. It's got a lot of like Tyler creator, I think is in it. Uh, ASAP Rocky has, has a song or two in it. So really cool, but, um, not as good as I want it to be, but Kelvin sure. Harrison still shines and does a great job. And, and, uh, yeah, t- uh, What's your nuts that we just watched? Oh, Taylor Russell. Russell. Yep, mm-hmm. she's in it, and she does a really good job in this too. So, she's a she's a name to watch. I think. Definitely. Um, oh, I give it a four. Nice. A heavy, heavy four. It could be four and a half, but it didn't sound like four and a half in that review. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't want to get too much into it, and like a lot of the subject matter is really, really good, and the things that are said. But you guys wanted to watch it, so I don't want to. That's true. That's true. Get into it too much, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, I checked out a little movie, a little movie, a petite, petite movie, you might say, petite maman. Uh, this is a movie from Celine Sciamma, Jake. Yep. One of Jacob's So now you have two, right? (laughs) What? Is that your second one? Oh, no, no, no. That was that. I'm thinking of that one guy, that French dude that just died. Oh, (laughs) no. Yeah. Celine, she did portrait. Yeah. Portrait. Um, but yeah, Petite Maman uh, wanted to catch this last year, but it was not available at all. And uh, so I think it technically, based on our rules, it would fall into 2022. But uh, yeah, it's a movie about um, family and kind of going through the loss of losing a loved one and like connecting in a in a unique way. So... There's like some interesting, there's, a, there's an interesting gimmick to it where um, the the daughter gets to like befriend the mother 
at the same age that she currently is. And so it just is, I think, <sighs> super interesting in that way that it makes you think about like your parents and like, would you be friends with your parents if they were the same age as you? Like, how, how what do you think like your relationship would be like if you were the same age? And just like explores like some interesting things like that. And um, yeah, just go like grief and loss and, um, you know, through the eyes of an adolescent. And I thought the girl, the two, well, there's, they're twins. So um, both girls were really good and it's kind of an understated movie, but it's like making you think about these things without really like being too heavy handed about it. And it's super short too. It's like it's like seventy five minutes. Damn. Or no, seventy two. So it's probably even shorter Dang. with no credits. It's like one hour basically. Yeah. So, um, it looks really good too, and it's just like I said, kind of quiet and understated. But I, I could see like I think what Travis said was like, you know, I love short movies, but it kind of left you wanting more, like thinking like, oh, that's it. And there is a l- small element of that. I think it could be like a little bit longer or, you know, add something. But I think what it what it's trying to do and the way that it leaves it is pretty perfect. So I wouldn't want to change it too much. Like I love the ending. Like there's a great moment at the end. Um, so, yeah, I gave it a four. I would obviously it would be easy to rewatch because it's so short. But, <laughs> yeah, I think thinking about it more and like knowing i didn't really i didn't even know the gimmick going into it so like when i found out you could rewatch it with that in mind and you might be able to catch more things but yeah really liked it so check it out because i think it would be 2022 so might sneak into your list if you love it i put it on the list because i didn't know it was on hulu now so yep that's yeah that's why i finally got around to it so it's waves on who yep nice. or peacock I lied. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, yep. I saw it on Peacock. I remember now. Okay. Jacob. All right. Another 2022 movie. Mm-hmm. Turning Red. So. Jacob's been waiting for this one. I was actually been interested in this, watching this for a while. Because one, it's Pixar. And like, I do feel like they're kind of back. Mm-hmm. with making good movies again. And I knew that this one got a lot of fanfare about it. And I've heard a lot of good things. And I knew, obviously, what it was about. I mean, it's called Turning Red. And, like, obviously, this is about periods, right? So this is about... I thought it was about the cheek. (laughs) You were embarrassed. This is about coming of age as a woman, which obviously is not made for me. But, (laughs) so I don't know if you can get more out of it. But, like, I could still sympathize and, like, get... There's a lot you can get as a guy, too, about just coming of age and, like, at that time period where it's, like, with all those hormones just, like, flushing through you. And I think when it was about that, like, specifically, like, coming into womanhood, it was great. But then it started trying to reach into, like, a lot into more topics. You know, obviously, she turns into a giant red panda. Panda, panda, panda. That is something that just happens one day. And I took that as a metaphor. Like, I think it would have been almost good that it was a metaphor. Like, she didn't actually turn into it. Just that's how she saw herself. Because once you be, 
you know, you get your period, you start getting all hormonal and such. So you can get like angry. Right. And you can turn into a a monster. Right. But it actually is going into like a whole nother storyline about how the history of her family, they actually turned into these red pandas when Um. they become of age. That's just something that happens. And then they have to fight against that and, if they do it during a red moon, they can separate from the panda and get it locked away so that they never turn into it again because it turn they turn into it every time they get emotional. And if you keep doing it, eventually you get stuck as it or something. But that never really happens because it turns out she doesn't really get stuck. She can just go back and forth. So I never really got that. Why they wow, even made spoiler that. Alert. It doesn't matter. Are you going to watch this? Maybe. It's been, go not anymore. It. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, I'm not. <laughs> Spoilers don't matter because it's not like something that I'm not telling you the actual. Does she keep it or not? But there's just like a lot of topics. It's about the relationship with her parents or friends about this actual like thing that doesn't exist of the turning into this monster, which I wish honestly wasn't just a metaphor because I feel like that just now it's biting off more than it can chew and it just starts getting too broad about what's whereas I feel like it would have been just good as this coming of age type story. And yeah, that's what I pretty much felt about. It looks good. It's Pixar. So it looks good. I don't think it looks amazing like soul i don't think it looks like that level but it still looks great well i always thought you had like pixar a titles and then pixar like b titles to me this looks more like on the level of like disney studios which looks great frozen all those but it's more it's not pixar like some of the time it doesn't feel like pixar it feels like disney and because, like, Pixar lately has been just, like, tackling these stup- super, like, depressing topics of, like, death and <laughs> everything. And this is not a big depressing topic, really. It's t- tackling periods. Yeah. But it is, I think it's a great movie. I think it also is kind of weird that this one didn't go to theaters. But yeah. it ma- makes me think kind of negatively about Disney and how they choose who they want. Like, why is this director not... Good enough to be well. Didn't movie? Soul not go to theaters either? That was during I, that the was, pandemic, I guess, though, right? Yeah, I guess yeah, that, was that made more sense. Okay, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it w- it was a good, enjoyable movie. Short, funny, almost anime esque, and like how the cuts and such and the expressions were in style of it. I guess it was definitely anime type influence, much more like boom boom versus like Pixar, but fun important definitely i feel like if you're a woman and you <laughs> then you would get even more out of this and but everyone can enjoy it as a coming of age tale so i give it a three and a half cool cool all right i got one more thing i don't have too much to say about it uh, i watched the white lotus first season of the white lotus have you heard of this show i yeah. have um uh, alexander Alexander Daddario. Yes, she is in it. Um, I remember hearing some super high praise on it. I don't know if it was like consensus or if it was just from one show, but um, I guess I just had higher expectations. I think it's another story that's like um, saying, you know, 
rich white people bad uh and then it tries to tackle all of these things it, within it like uh women in power colonialism again it's base it's takes place in hawaii so it talks about how they're like these hotels took over like these the hawaiians land and force them out um just like a bunch of stuff like that and it's i i really don't think it says anything too deep about anything and uh it's i guess more interesting in how it's how it goes about those things or how it talks about them but yeah just overall i thought it was kind of basic and um i did like the music is super interesting i wish i knew who did it but it's like just like super weird like there's like breathing sounds in it and like tribal like the like native music mixed into it it's pretty interesting um but it's as good as the Lilo and Stitch soundtrack. No, no. That's more memorable for sure. Yeah. This is more like creates like an atmosphere almost mm. while you're watching it. But um yeah, I'll probably I'll I'll start season two and see how it goes. But um yeah, again another show that I was like, okay, I'm just gonna throw on the first episode <laughs> just to watch then something. Season one done. And then yeah, just doing stuff and finish it. There's only six episodes. Um Didn't the second season just start? Yeah, I think I it's mean, already out though. Yeah, they, they did come out. Uh, some good performances though, for sure, and it is pretty funny. There's like it's very it's a dark comedy. Um, it's not funny like the Ha-ha, whole like yeah the whole show, but there was like some definitely. It's some a writer in School moments. of Rock. You know that? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mike White. He directed it to or created it. Whatever yep. he directed it. All um, all episodes. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah. I mean, I I guess I just had higher expectations and I don't really think it goes any anywhere profound or anything so it's kind of just like blah but I don't know I probably would give it like a a two and a half or a three if I was to rate it but I did want to mention I keep forgetting I am watching Bates Motel with oh. anticipation oh, of yeah. finally watching Psycho after Bates Motel I remember not liking but I did like it and then I fell off it yeah, I have yeah same. So I'm actually I was it's like, only five. I was seasons. two seasons in, but yeah, stopped. this is I'm on third season, so we want to finish it and then obviously got to watch Psycho after. So huge. I well, think I have it in 4K if you want to borrow it. Yeah, hundred percent. I do have uh, one. I just I don't know if you guys seen the trailer since we're talking about shows right now. I don't watch trailers. Uh, yeah, I don't. Just kidding. Usually, but sometimes for I do. a show. I yeah. would. I don't care. There's a lot more to it. This is a trailer for a show? <laughs> yeah, it just dropped either today or within the last couple of days. Do we need to do we need to uh do it as part of Come or Dumb? Yeah, that's what I was kinda thinking. Like maybe we could. Well, tell us what it is. Black hole sun, won't you come? I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> Black hole sun, I'm gonna come. Holy shit, I'm gonna come. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, so that was The Last of Us. Oh. HBO Max. And it just dropped a trailer. And I no, I don't think any of us Sony PlayStation guys. Nope, so, never played the game. So yeah, never, I have no idea what the I game don't, like. <laughs> I, all I know is it's known for how amazing its storytelling is. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. And... It, the writer of the game is working on the show, 
and the director or at least the creator is Chernobyl. Oh, love Chernobyl. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> like, oh, this wasn't something I was really keeping that much of an eye on. But then I saw that and I'm like, OK, I'm actually kind of interested in this. And the actor from the games who played the voices are also in it, but they're not the main character, obviously. Right. But yeah. They're also in it. Yeah. One of the writers. I don't is I gotta the watch creator. it. I mean, yeah, definitely watch it. Cinematographer of Beanpole. Damn. Huge. See, like I'm saying, there's like four a, episodes of them. Like there's a big like just technically hearing the names involved with I mean the game writer, which is kind of big. They don't do that a lot of times for whatever reason. Well, I feel like they like this they've kind of like positioned themselves to be like we're gonna be like the best video game adaptation ever and like that we're gonna make it so that like people will love it. Like people from that love the game will love it. Like everybody will love it. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Looks good. Come. Yeah. Come for sure. Um, you want to do Have you seen uh heard anything or seen anything on this cocaine bear? Yeah. It's all over the internet. I was gonna watch I mean I, I know the I, story. I've seen yeah, the like talk about it, but I haven't like paid attention. I didn't watch the trailer, but there's uh there's a trailer out, I believe. But yeah, it just released last week. I do not have high hopes for this because it's directed by <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> really? This yeah. was like a true story, right? Yeah. That's what I saw about it. Was it's like a, taking like a bear liberties liber- from the story. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I know some bear the got cocaine into cocaine and real. like killed people or something. Right? Yeah, they ate 40 pounds of it or 40 kilos of it or something. Crazy. Holy shit. And then just went on a rampage killing a bunch of people. He was like... And then died. Nice, nice, nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's a real story. He's like Tuco. Or or maybe his last, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about this one for me. I think it'll be fun and dumb, but... Yeah, I'm um, full of cum. If I hear that like it's getting good talk about it and it's interesting, yeah. I mean, what well, else it's comes a February out that week? Yeah, I was going to say what else comes so. out. <laughs> so, like, maybe Yikes. then we'll see at that time. Yeah, I might watch. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably watch it. But not as interested in it as I am the last one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I mean, I haven't really, I don't think I've seen either of her movies, but I know that they are supposed to be not good. Oh, no, I've seen... I think she did Pitch Perfect. Too. Yeah, I was going to say she did Pitch Perfect, right? The second one. She did two. Oh, she only Not did two? Not the first one. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now and I have very low Charlie's <laughs> Angels or whatever, so. I don't know about that one. All right. Uh, so next week is Avatar, right? Or is no. that the week after? The Whale. Or the oh, whale it's the week after. after. Sorry, yeah. the Whale. <laughs> I know you t- you made the schedule thing. You should yeah. follow that. Uh, okay, next week is the Whale. Thank God. Let's see. I'm so hyped for this. Yeah. Um, so that will be next week. We got the whale and possibly Empire of Light if it's oh, wide release. Yes. Okay. Well, I would love to see that. Uh, I'm going to try to get some more 2022 movies in. Also, this week should be a lot slower. Um, going to try to watch Tar and I don't know. We'll see what else is on VOD. But that is the plan for next week. So stay tuned. Anything else from you guys? Anything you need to say? Nope. Nada. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. 
Uh, if you want to send us a question or a comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.